Welcome back to the Fantasy Playmakers. What's up, guys? Today, I'm going to be going over my top five rookie dynasty wide receiver rankings. So I've already put out the running backs and the quarterbacks. So if you haven't seen those, go check those out after this video. But today is all about the wide receivers. If you're watching this video and you're enjoying the content, liking would really help the channel out. Uh, let me know your thoughts in the comment section. If you think I missed a guy, guy's too high, guy's too low, let me know. I'd like to hear what you guys have to think. So let's just get into this. At number five, I have Elijah Moore from Ole Miss. So he's a guy who kind of lacks a little bit of size. He's only 5'9", 178, which isn't you know your ideal number one wide receiver in the NFL. You see your guys like DeAndre Hopkins, Devontae Adams, Julio Jones. Those are all pretty big guys, but you still see guys who can succeed. Antonio Brown, Steve Smith, but they're definitely few and far between. So Elijah Moore broke out as a sophomore, and it was pretty impressive that he was able to break out just due to how bad his team's passing offense was. So his sophomore year, he caught six passing touchdowns, but his team only threw 11 total passing touchdowns in 12 games. So in those 12 games, he was able to put up 850 receiving yards, six touchdowns, but he had a 35.2% target share, which really shows how dominant he was on the offense, even if it was pretty poor overall. Then he went out his junior year and put up big numbers in eight games. He caught eight touchdowns and then had 1,193 receiving yards. So sophomore year was able to produce as a younger player despite a bad offense and then followed it up his junior year by putting up huge numbers even though he didn't have a super long season. Then he went out at his combine or his pro day and ran a 4-3-5 40-yard dash and just showed his athleticism. So Elijah Moore is definitely a guy I'm going to be watching because I do think his fit is very important. So, you know, if he goes maybe to the Titans is a fit I'm really liking. He played with A.J. Brown his freshman year, but on one of those teams where he can slide in and be a wide receiver two or maybe have an opportunity to be the wide receiver one. But if you think about the Titans, they had Corey Davis putting up solid numbers. I think Elijah Moore can step in there and really ball out. So maybe you have a place like that, maybe the Packers even though they probably won't draft a weapon for Aaron Rodgers. But you see, the fit is pretty important for him. So maybe if he lands in a less favorable spot, he'll drop off this list. Maybe I can bring up a guy like Rondell Moore or maybe Jalen Waddell, who are guys who just missed this top five. So we'll just have to wait and see with that. But right now, he's my number five. At number four, I have Devontae Smith from Alabama. And I'm probably going to catch some heat for this just because he was so good last year. Obviously won the Heisman, was crazy dominant, but let's not pretend like Devontae Smith doesn't have some concerns. His size is the first concern. He's six feet tall, but only weighs 170 pounds, which is really unprecedented in the NFL. You have smaller receivers, but I haven't seen one top fantasy or real life NFL wide receiver who's weighed under 175 pounds. And he's not a guy that I think is going to be able to put on that weight in the NFL because Alabama has the top strength and conditioning coaches. They have all the facilities that enable guys to put on weight. So I really don't think that's it. I think this might just be his body type and what he's going to play at in the NFL. So obviously with that comes injury concern. It also makes him less likely to be able to be that number one uh, receiver for a team. And he did play four years in college. So he had a huge year this year. But people have to remember, that is his senior year. If you think about it, almost all the top prospects declare after their junior year. So a lot of those guys who are top picks, if they came back their senior year, 
they would absolutely put up huge numbers again. You have your Justin Jeffersons, your CeeDee Lambs, who put up huge numbers in the NFL. Imagine what they'd be doing in college if they went back for their fourth year. But this doesn't discredit his junior year. He had a really solid junior year. He outperformed Judy and Ruggs. Him and Judy were fairly similar, but he outperformed Ruggs by a ton, and they were both first-round picks last year. But the issue is, is that they really haven't shown that they have that top fantasy upside in the NFL. They didn't have the Jefferson or Lamb rookie years. So, you know, if you're comparing them, he was able to outperform them, but they really haven't shown that they're alphas in the NFL. So I don't think that really proves that he's going to be able to step in and uh, perform like some of the other guys on this list. But what is really impressive about Devontae Smith is he improved on every single year in college. Every year, he went up in receptions, yards, and touchdowns, which is obviously great to see. So it'll be really interesting to see where he gets picked. He's probably going to be a top 15 pick. So let's just see how it plays out. But I do think he has a little bit more risk than some of these other guys in front of him. But, you know, he probably has some pretty high potential as well. At number three, I have Terrace Marshall from LSU. And he's a receiver who kind of flew under the radar until this year. But it was really just due to the talented players he had around him. So he was playing his sophomore year with Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson as the one and twos. Obviously, Justin Jefferson on the Vikings was an absolute monster in fantasy last year, will likely be a top 10, maybe top eight fantasy uh, receiver pick this year. So he was obviously a beast. And then Jamar Chase is going to be later on this list. So, I mean, really, he was just playing in an incredibly stacked receiving room and still played really well as a junior. But he really got his opportunity to show out his junior year because Justin Jefferson obviously was in the NFL and Jamar Chase opted out of the 2020 season. So he played seven games as the alpha with LSU and had 731 receiving yards and 10 receiving touchdowns. And he was putting up these numbers with subpar quarterback play. I mean, obviously Joe Burrow was in the NFL, so he wasn't getting the same quarterback upside that Chase and Jefferson were in their uh, sophomore and senior years. So I really think this is a scenario where you have three incredibly talented wide receivers who can all make big splashes in the NFL. And then he went out at his pro day and absolutely performed. He had a 10 and a half foot broad jump, a 39 inch vertical, and then he ran a 4.38 40-yard dash. Those are all pretty nice numbers. He also has solid size for the wide receiver position. He's 6'2", 205, so already bigger, uh, pretty significantly bigger than the two guys I've already mentioned. So that'll be interesting to see as well. One of the only questions I have here is his draft capital. So it's not looking like he's going to be a first-round pick. He'll probably be early second, maybe middle of the second round. So that'll be interesting to see where he lands. And obviously, draft position is going to shake up this list for sure. You know, if you have a guy who maybe I think is less talented, but finds himself in the perfect situation, that really helps a lot. Fit matters a lot for uh, dynasty wide receiver rankings. At number two, I have Rashad Bateman out of Minnesota. He's six feet tall uh, and weighs 190 pounds. And people actually thought he was a little bit bigger than that before he uh, was measured at his pro day, but I'm still not off of him. I mean, he was pretty exceptional in college. He broke out as a freshman, which is always great to see. If you're able to play well at a young age, that speaks very highly of your skill. He caught 51 passes for 704 yards and six touchdowns as a freshman. Then as a sophomore improved, he caught 60 passes for 1,219 yards and 11 touchdowns. Then his 2020 season was kind of a little bit wild. So he opted out, then he opted back in, then he only played in five games and then opted out again. So I'm really not going to include that. He's, he played fine, wasn't great, 
but I'm really going to be looking at that freshman and sophomore years to really evaluate him, and he played great. Right now, his draft capital is looking like a late first round pick to an early second round pick, so it's probably better for him if he's picked in that early first, I mean financially for him, and also for fantasy because you're kind of getting those better teams with those more established quarterbacks. In Dynasty, if you're a receiver, you really want to latch on to those top guys. You see the top Dynasty-wide receivers. You've got Devontae Adams latched on to Rodgers, Tyree Kill on Mahomes, Stephon Diggs on Josh Allen. It really helps because it just provides a lot of consistency for you in the future. So as of right now, he's my number two, and hopefully he lands in a favorable spot. At number one, I have Jamar Chase. And in my opinion, Jamar Chase should be the consensus number one rookie receiver. He's from LSU. And he opted out of his junior year. So really we saw one huge year from him. And that was his sophomore year. And that was where he outperformed Justin Jefferson. So Justin Jefferson was a junior, a year older than him. And obviously went into the NFL and put up great numbers and produced crazy effectively. And Jamar Chase was able to outperform him a year younger. So that's why Jamar Chase is such a highly touted prospect. As a sophomore, he played in 14 games, had 84 receptions for 1,780 receiving yards and 20 receiving touchdowns. So I've seen Devontae Smith going as some guy's number one dynasty receiver. But if you look at Jamar Chase, Jamar Chase basically outperformed Devontae Smith as a sophomore with other top weapons. Devontae Smith was basically the only receiver, only top receiver after Jalen Waddle went down. So I mean, Jamar Chase as a sophomore was able to do that. And then he came out at his combine and absolutely balled out 11 foot broad jump, 41 inch vertical, and then ran a 4-3-4-40. So he really just cemented himself as that number one wide receiver. He has number one receiver written all over him. I think basically any team he gets drafted to, he's going to step in and be that top guy. And he's probably going to be going top eight, definitely top 10 in the NFL draft. I think you're going to have that first wave of quarterbacks. And then you're looking at the Bengals, Dolphins, teams like that. So that is why Jamar Chase is my number one. Let me know what you guys think. What picks do you agree with, disagree with? If you enjoyed watching, can you please hit the like button and subscribe? That would really help me out a ton. Tomorrow, I'm going to be coming out with a full free agency recap. So it's going to be every position. It's probably going to be one of my longest videos so far. Quarterback, running back, tight end, wide receivers. We're going to be going over all of it, the fantasy impact. So look out for that video. Uh, thank you guys for listening and watching. See ya.